On today's episode of Scoreboard, the Clippers have finally broken the curse. Eastern Conference is in Game 7s, and we look forward to the Clippers vs. Suns matchup. Let's go! Live from Los Angeles on this sunny Saturday morning, this is Scoreboard. As always, we are joined by Jane. How are you? What's up, I'm doing good. What's going on? Looks like the Clippers curse is broken. Yeah. <laughs> Clippers are in the Western Conference Finals. It's, it's, it's for those people to celebrate. I'm happy for them. They made it to the third round once in their lifetime. So let them enjoy it. I'm, I'm happy for them. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of bitter, but I'm happy for them. <laughs> Yeah, I think as as Lakers fans, it's always hard to to see yourself being knocked out from the first round and then your rivals, Clippers, which I would say now they are real rivals because they are at least like you can, you know, you, if you have not appeared in the Western Conference Finals, you can't claim yourself to be a real contender. But um, it's hard with the way Lakers got knocked out and the Clippers are doing so well, and especially without Kawhi Leonard. So definitely yes. a good, great job by the Clippers. I'll, I'll say I'm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say I'm happy f- to see the supporting cast stepping up, like Jackson, man, even a little spurts from uh, Cousins, uh, even what's it, Zubac. So I, I like you know I'm happy for them. These role players are stepping up when they quiet uh, out. Right. Clippers are also shooting really well from three. They shot 56% from the three. So some of that has been compensated by by their like out-of-this-world ungodly shooting that they have been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, role players are always, like with the point you said about role players, like they're, they're always really important. Like I feel that for any team, coaching is the floor of that team and role players, the way the role players play are always the ceiling on how far the team can go. And... This Clippers team's role players are really strong, and yes. they and they they have, they won four games in a row without playoff Rondo. That everyone thought like playoff Rondo would be the guy to to make the plays and play the point guard, but they played without him and then they won. So props to them. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's give it up for Tyloo. I think Tyloo's running a team very well, more more than they had last year with Doc. So that's that's a big thing. And I'll say that how they playing a small ball has helped them a lot. I'm very surprised that the Jazz did not kind of fit that in the next game. Because game six, you would think that, I mean, game five, you would think that when they come into game six, they'll do some changes. And they really didn't. Right. Ty Lue is the comeback king. Like, yeah. he has had the biggest comeback in the history of NBA, the 3-1. And people, like, kind of took the credit away from him because he had LeBron and Kyrie and especially LeBron in his, you know, kind of better version of LeBron than the Lakers LeBron. But Tyloo has showed, like, coming back 0-2 down from two, in two consecutive series, and especially being their, like, biggest guy, the best guy in the in the team being down as well. So I, I agree with you. Tyloo deserves a ton of credit. He's opposite of Doc Rivers, who's, <laughs> who's been choking. <laughs> Still, well, we'll get so. to him later, but yeah, I will say one thing I like about him like, he really put his foot down. Like, Patrick Beverly, we noticed that he haven't been playing well, 
so he takes him out. But the last two games, yeah. he has stepped up on his defensive side. Then on game six, his offensive side was amazing compared to his other games. So he knows when to step in and take his players out. Even Zubak didn't play that much, but when he's in the game, he's he makes a big difference. Right. Yeah. I coaching wise, like it was such a such a weird thing to see, as you were saying about like Tyloo being such doing such a good job, but Quinn Snyder on the other hand doing such a terrible job with coaching. Like like Clippers were playing small ball since game two. And mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert cannot defend the perimeter. It can he cannot defend the three point line. And the way Clippers were playing five out offensive scheme with like Gobert was just like he 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 didn't belong in the game. What do you think? Yeah, he he looked lost. Uh, Gobert is more like the, the traditional center. They just stay right. in the paint. He doesn't really move. Then when he moves out, you can tell he's very slow. He's very yeah. slow. They easy run past him, go straight to the basket. Like Jackson did it at least six times. Man oh, did yeah. it. I think he dunked on him if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So yep. yeah, it shows it shows that the defensive player maybe went to the wrong person. <laughs> who who was your defensive player of the year this year? No, I'm just joking. I can't give it to Ben Simmons because he oh, had yeah. five fouls. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give it to him. Heck no. Yeah, I think having these awards by just like regular season. I mean, yeah, of course, regular season matters, but. The I just I just, it's just painful to me to see this these like players fall in the in the playoffs and that really really like makes me wonder if there should be an award for the playoffs especially because I would say this yeah oh, sorry let's cut it out I would say this I think in a playoff it's easy to to read your plays because you play them more than once so you mm-hmm. you play get the first right. game you see them okay all right, right I know what to do the next game. But it's up to the other coach to see that these people have a, a game plan against your star player. That you need to work around that. So, right. in my experience, Schneider should have took out Gobert and put another player in who's very fast and mobile to slash quicker in, uh, when it comes to guarding the paint. Right. It's 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 one of those things that, if you remember the 2017... No, I think it was 2019 when the... The Dodgers were eliminated by the Nationals in the yeah. quarters, I think, before the finals. That yeah, was one year when Nationals won. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Kershaw was kind of hobbled. And in the last game, Kershaw did not. Kershaw wasn't the starting pitcher. And that's true. And they and it's it's so I'm I'm saying that because it's one of those things that you want your best player to be out there. Which is Gobert, like technically he's their best defender, but he has mm-hmm. a hole. It's a, he has a very clear hole. So it's like as a coach, it's hard. Like, how can you not play your best defender in one of the biggest games of this, you know, of the series? But at the same time, like he's not a very good perimeter defender. So you know, I think that's when, when that coach have to make those hard decisions. Like, I need to sit down my star player for the better of my team. Right. Because at the end of the day, the goal is to win. Like, I know your ego is hurt right now. You want to be in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. But let's try to get to the next round. Then we can adjust, make something so you can be in the game longer. So, I think experience. And I think for Jazz, they learn a lot. Especially from the bubble to here. I think they grow. I mean, they have grown to, like, an elite. Can I say elite for them? Elite team? Yeah. Yeah. I I would say so. Yeah. Okay. I agree. (laughs) 
yeah, so the, 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 the coaching has not been good. I think Quinn Snyder has to go for the Jazz. Because, oh, wow. like, last year... I mean, they blew the blew a 3-1 lead last playoffs against the Denver Nuggets in the first round. And they blew a, an 0-2 lead against the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard this year. Mm-hmm. I think being the number one team in the in the league all year and like you can't win a, f- a seven game series being 2-0 up without the other team having their star player i think it's a it's kind of a bad yeah. thing <laughs> i'll say that but you gotta give some of the blame to dominant mitchell i think he, he oh, at yeah. some point he was just doing too much yep just doing way too much like in game five i think you pointed out when he was on the text you saying that he shot up three ridiculous threes I, and yeah. I, I'm at, the, at that point, you was only down by, what, eight points? Tack the paint. Do what yeah. you do best. Tack. Get those and ones. That's yep. your three points right there because that's what you're good at. And also, you got to realize that you're you're still injured. So play against right. that. You know they're going to come <laughs> after you hard. Tack the paint. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember we were talking while the game was going on. Like, Mitchell, mm-hmm. in the last minute, just, like, dribble down, take a three. Dribble down, take a three. Like, the same play over and over. And... You don't know like what he's trying. <laughs> what he's trying, like he's not Steph, you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, he watched too much Marvel movie because not every hero show up. You need a team. <laughs> it's not just one yeah. person. You need right. a team. And uh, Jordan Clarkson was on fire. Uh, it, right. uh, what's the name? Uh, Ingles. Ingles and uh, O'Neal. Use these players. Right. They are in the game for a reason. Help them out. Right. And I think O'Neal did a fantastic job guarding. Yeah. Um, Sorry, what's his name? Paul George. Paul George. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Kept them in the minimal 20 points. That's his usual, but still kept them. But but the thing is, the other players came in. Jackson was phenomenal in game five and game six. Then you got man come off the bench. 30, what, 39 points? That's 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 huge. Star player. Yeah, that's star right there. Man was drafted three spots after THT in the draft, so... Just makes me wonder. Lakers had a chance to draft him, but that's another. Nah, day. That's for another okay. day. Pe- people, okay, yeah, that is for another day. It's recency bias, that. you think, for, uh, from me? Say it again. Do you think that's like I'm like a prisoner of the moment right now? I think man? you are, but you know, it yeah. is what it is because people had that hype with THC during the preseason. What happened? Yeah, he was gone. Yeah, I, I, I'm happy for men. Maybe this is a start. His team does trust on him. Maybe he could built on top of that but i don't think this will happen again 39 points definitely i think the the as a as a basketball fan living in la it's good to good to see your little brother playing well for for a change and you know i don't know how far they go that's my that's my opinion like i know you You already know me i'm i'm a hate i'm a hate (laughs) even if you do good i'm gonna find a way to hate on you but yeah it's still happy. No, I get LA. it. I get it. It's yeah. a part of the game, as we were yeah. talking about it. It's a part of the game. That's what makes it's it fun. It's a part of the game to hate. You yeah. hate people who do so well because you wish it was you. Right. It's yeah. part of the game. I, I got you. That's true. But objectively as well, they, mm-hmm. they're not... Suns know... Like, Monty knows how to defend small ball teams. Oh, yes, because they did on the Lakers. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. They are not, and they defended AD for the first three games, you know, and Mm -hmm. AD is like far, far. AD is the best defensive big in the league. Like, I I mean, he's fit, obviously, like, you know. I 
I I don't hear I'm not going to hear about Embiid and Gobert and all that like the only guy who comes close to defending bigs in my opinion in the playoff times like when the games matter is Draymond matter? Green. Draymond Green. Agree. Yeah. Yes. Draymond and AD like there Gobert please you know like that <laughs> Embiid please like come on no like they're not so but anyway back back to Monty I think they defend them well I would be surprised if Clippers keep the pace of shooting 56% from the three against the Suns. You know. I don't this three ball. I don't know. It works or it don't work cuz you saw what happened to the Jazz. The first half they were shooting lights out. Yeah. Then the second half what happened? Yep. I, I don't know, you can't down. just rely on the three ball. So I think what the Suns would do good is they will rely on it but not so much because you yeah. notice that CP3 and uh, Booker tax the paint. Yes. They attack the paint and, more than shooting threes. And they can kill you in the mid-range, too. Yes. Like, yes. And they get those ridiculous and ones And the referees yeah. are majority on their side. Yep. It, it's going to be interesting to me to see how uh, DeAndre Ayton's role changes this season, this series. Oh, yeah. Because if Clippers get, go small ball again, it's hard to place Ayton somewhere. I think Crowder might have to move to four, five in that case. Crowder. I just realized so, Crowder and Bev will be on the floor at the same time. Two yeah. annoying players. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That yeah. should be interesting. But, yeah, I do agree with you. Aiden, I think he's still a baby. He's a baby mm-hmm. in this when it comes to the playoffs. But I think yeah. he has grown from playing the Lakers to Denver. So I think he will make some tweaks. And I think he'll be fine. But, you know, game one which will be a true test to see how right. he's going to advance to, to game two. Yeah. Plus, the Suns' crowd is insane. Like, I felt oh, that yeah. during the Lakers series. Trust me, I know. That place is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you yeah. went to watch a game <laughs> this season. Yeah. I had to hide. Obviously, went hide. after you were vaccinated and, you know, of with course. your mask um, and all. You know, but, yeah. I, ca- I care about people. I care about people. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went when we had to wear the mask, but now it's right. just, it's just yeah. you know, it's too many people. So, I had to see. Yeah. But all in all, the, fa- the Suns fans are really into it well it's been like 10 years since they've been in this position mm-hmm. the last time who took him out yeah of course the lakers cool. but you know i yeah. can't go <laughs> but besides that the fans the suns fans right now are on a high i'm happy for them because i have a little small soft spot for the suns because steve nash that was like one of my players right there but all mm. in all i'm happy for the I suns uh, a little bit bitter but i'm happy for them it's a new change in the west to see a different team up there uh, okay, piggybacking on the uh, little comment that you said that the soft spot is because of the of Steve Nash. Yes. Who knows? You know, this is one of those things. If you know, you know. There can be someone else <laughs> in Phoenix. But anyway, <laughs> I I agree. It's good to see the Suns. It's good uh-huh. to see Suns doing well. Definitely. So, what's your uh-huh. official prediction? Suns Clippers. I'm gonna say Suns and five. I think the Clippers could get one game. Keep in mind, though, CP3's status is not, like, we don't know how many games he will miss, so. I mean, I feel like it will be even placed, quite out, CP3 out. Okay. I think it's, it's somewhat balanced, gotcha. because we know how Paul George is. We don't know if we're going to get the yeah. <laughs> Paul George of the elite, or Paul George is just trying to make the team. That's yeah. all I got to say. Do mm-hmm. we get Pfizer P or Pandemic P? Like, we need to see that. I think right, Pfizer every P. Every series. <laughs> I think right now, because he's, 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 he, he got, he's on a roll right now. His mojo yeah. is up there. So, right. we got the good vaccinated Paul George. 
Ja. <laughs> Nej. <laughs> okay. Clip, uh, Sons in Five. That's that's. I would say that's a little bold. I, really? They're healthy. That's a healthy yeah. team right there. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, I I feel that uh, CP is gonna get more impacted than what you are thinking. That's why I okay. I, I in my head I feel that CP3 is gonna miss. At least one, like he's not playing on Sunday for sure. In my oh yeah, opinion. I agree. Mm-hmm, he's yeah. Mm-hmm. So Suns might drop because they're going to be in a lot of rust because they have been resting for a week. CP is not playing. They're not going to be someone to like distribute the ball well. I think they drop the first game for sure. I don't see Suns winning four in a row. So uh, that's why I say, if CP comes back after two games, uh, like on the second okay. game onward. So, so if he only misses one game, I say Suns okay. in six. All right. But if if CP misses more than one, like if CP misses two games, I would be inclined towards Clippers in seven in that case. Okay. If I'm not going to lie. My, yeah. It's a little bit of me cannot root for the Clippers. So I'm just going to... I right. agree with you 100%. <laughs> if CP's yeah. out for two games, it's yeah. not looking good for the Suns. But... Right. The ignorant side of me is gonna say nah. They're not gonna win. <laughs> no, that's that's understandable. I I, uh-huh. I get the hate. I think like the way you feel about the Clippers, that's what I feel about the Celtics. Like that's the <laughs> amount of hate I have for the Celtics. Like because I don't really see Clippers as our rivals. You know, like the Clippers really? fans thinks Clippers fan wants to be Lakers rivals. You know, like if the if the elephant walks in the jungle and if a dog is barking, like the elephant doesn't care about the dog. Right, because they were like, come on now, I could stump you. Exactly. So, like, Clippers need to win every championship in a row until 2037 to be equal to what the Lakers are right now. So, you know. That's that's true, but the thing is, like, (laughs) if they get one, that joke we have, that long-running joke is dead. (laughs) We can't ever say it. So, it's like, we want to hold on to it. As everyone's holding on to that pandemic P joke. We want to hold on to it. As right. much as we can. Yeah. But I do agree with you. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. That's all I got to say. It is what it is. But I do yeah. agree with you. If CP3 is out for more than two games, I don't see the Suns coming out of it on top. Yeah. Clippers can make their first finals in history. That'd be something. I w- You know what I was thinking? Like the most, the more than Clippers, God forbid, win or whatever. The one thing I would hate more is that we, as Lakers fans, did not get a parade, and these yes. Clippers fans will get a parade in that case, and that's what I I hate the most. I agree. I agree. You did miss out, like you know. Yeah, I did miss. I have went this many many parades in L.A., but I yeah. know that and that, that was, last would have been my first been one. Yeah, I know you missed out. You missed out. Yeah. That's okay. We're gonna do it again next year. Ad said it in yeah. his podcast. Like, yep. We're going to be ready. We're going to be ready. Yeah, we'll be All ready. Right. with Oh, healthy LeBron and AD after four months of rest is going to be insane. I can't wait. And just imagine, we're going to trade Kuzma by God's grace and get somebody oh, yeah. elite. <laughs> get someone elite. Yeah. I, oh, my God. I can't wait. But right now, we're in a present. So let's switch over to the Easter Conference. What do you see right. going on over there? Bucks, Nets. Bucks, Nets would be... So at the time of recording, we don't know the result of what the Bucks Nets game seven would be. Mm-hmm. So that'd be that'd be something to look for. I, I will say this: watching the Bucks and Nets game is so frustrating 
Because when you look on paper, it should not be right. this close. It should yeah. not be this close that you got to injure James Harden, a uh, glass ankle of Kyrie Irving, and right. almost not quite 100% KD. And the Bucks right. are still, they are blowing the opportunity to advance to the next round. To be at game seven right now is really ridiculous. It's, to me, yeah. it is. I agree. And watching Giannis play on the on the offensive side sometimes is very frustrating. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're not a point guard. You're not a good ball hander. Give it to Drew Holiday. Why are you bouncing yeah. the ball? <laughs> but, my God. But how else? See, that I agree with you, what you said, mm-hmm. whole, like 100%. But mm-hmm. what kind of what kind of, as a coach like what kind of scheme can you run with Giannis? Because he like he doesn't play at the five like that's what the problem is. Like if he's playing mm-hmm. at the five, I get what you are saying then. Because then you keep him completely in the paint and like make all the plays like make probably like play the two man game with Drew and Giannis the way like two thousand one three Kobe Lakers did, right? Yeah. Like a big small two man game, but. Jan is playing at the four with Brook Lopez as a stretch big. You know, like, what kind of plays do you think they can make with in this kind of scheme? I think they have a good... My thing is with Giannis is that he doesn't... He's not a good shooter. You don't have a post move. Right. Like AD. I don't know. I keep on bringing on AD. But, like, AD. No, I, AD that's could, true. AD could back you up. He's good on the ball and off the ball. Right. The thing with Giannis, you don't know what you're going to get sometimes. Sometimes right. he, he can have a good defensive game, but his offense is struggling. Then he sometimes he want to do a little bit too much and jacking up threes, and that's not right. your strong suit. Your strong suit is to be in the paint. If you got to be a traditional four, be the four. If you need right. to tell your coach, okay, let's switch because I see they're not, they not running plays for me, let me be on the offensive side, but it's kind of very on a defense side trying to get the rebound, switch Brook Lopez. Take him out. Yeah. You go to the go to the five. That's why I said I agree with what you're saying. But for the coaching thing, I think it's more of him to be confident in his position. I think sometimes right. he gets frustrated and he do silly fouls, ridiculous turnovers, and he like I said, jacking up threes. That's such a strong suit. Just be <laughs> yeah. you. What made you right. the, the MVP back to back? Do you? Right. Yanis mm-hmm. is such a dominant player in the when he's rolling that he's the mm-hmm. only one that reminds a little bit of Shaq to me. Like the way he the way he dunks, the way he can like throw it down on you, you know, like that the the way that like the, his the, style is. But yeah, I haven't like seen that in the whole series. <laughs> I don't know, he gotta use his length to advantage. They are a tall team. They got Brooke Lopez and uh Giannis at the top. I right. mean at four and five. Do how the Lakers did when they had Pau Gasol and Andrew Bynum. Use your use your height to advantage. Right. Because they're going to foul a lot. They have been fouling him, like, in game six when they switched over. You notice right. they fouled him a lot. But then his free throws. My God. <laughs> it's like watching molasses. Molasses move. It's just so boring. It's slow. Imagine. Ben Simmons on one hand and Giannis on the other game. Like, can you imagine on both Eastern Conference semifinals? Like, we have these two then special like, players. Just imagine... <laughs> them fouling each other it's just gonna be a long game because you all know that Giannis is not that strong of a, a free throw shooter then on top of that he has this ridiculous routine that is just so boring then Ben Simmons who brags a lot that he should have been a defensive player of the year but when you get to the <laughs> foul line you ain't doing nothing yeah the man has six points and oh, five fouls rough. damn that is rough <laughs> yeah 
like I, I I feel that LeBron is uh, is really bad at free throws, and when I see them, and I'm like, oh, LeBron is amazing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah I said, wait, LeBron shots. He shoots seventy, almost seventy or eighty percent for the. Fr- I right. think that's. I should be quiet. I, yeah. Okay, LeBron, yeah. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I think the Western Conference, like in the West, we get spoiled with the amount of like you know good shooters West has. Yeah. So that's why like it gets a little skewed on that regard, but um, it's. It's interesting, yeah. I think Nets. So, as we talked about, how you know Nets are are not fully fully hundred percent with Kyrie and Harden playing on one leg and Kyrie being out. Mm-hmm. How how do you see Game Seven go, and then how do you see the the finals? Like who? Because we're gonna talk about the Sixers Hawks as well. That's gonna be okay. in Game Seven too. So, yeah, I would say. The thing is, this series should have been over in five, but they blew it. So my thing, if if they could contain AD and not let him go crazy, I see the Bucks right. winning because they could get All the right. large leads. But the thing is, they got to keep the lead. And another thing, I feel like the uh, Bucks need to do is attack James Harden. We know that he's not moving very lateral right. very quickly. So attack on that, like the Suns did on AD. They attacked mm-hmm. him, and you know he went out. So right. I feel like they should do that. So I would definitely say Bucks will win. Very close game because the Nets have the crowd behind them. So I would say the Bucks will win the game seven. You're taking Bucks in seven? Okay. Yes. I I agree with you what you said. I just don't have the faith in Mike Budenholzer to do the offensive adjustments. Uh so I, I have to like just based on pure talent, I feel that like mm-hmm. KD's has like KD has been there. KD has played game sevens. KD has won game sevens. KD has been in pressure situations. I take Nets in the close game, though. So. So you say AD is clutch. All right. K- I don't remember KD. That. KD. KD is clutch. Yeah. KD yeah. Is clutch. Okay. <laughs> so All I would right. take KD. KD is more clutch than Giannis, I think. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. I'm not gonna disagree with you with that. Yeah. No. But with what you said, if they can execute that, like if they can contain it, KD and put Harden out of the game early, Bucks can mm-hmm. win. But I don't. I just don't see them doing that, is what I'm saying. I mean, if P.J. Tucker could play 90s basketball on KD and not get so many foul calls, yeah, I see the Bucks getting out of yeah, this. Definitely. That'd be a good mm-hmm. matchup to see. PJ, yeah. PJ and KD, yeah. Moving on to the Sixers-Hawks, which to me is mind-blowing how... Hawks have been playing and how bad or how bad the Sixers so have been playing. <laughs> so entertaining. I'm so yeah. happy for Trey Young. Trey Young is actually coming out his show because mm-hmm. all eyes was on Luca. People really care yes. about Trey Young that right. much. And right. now we, our eyes is really focused on Trey Young and he is showing up. He is showing mm-hmm. up big time. He, uh, all his players, he, I just love, it's not just him shooting ridiculous threes because we know he's going to make it. His strong suit is tacking the paint and get those ridiculous foul calls. Right. That's something Donovan Mitchell should have done. Yeah. But we, we talk yeah. about the Hawks, but <laughs> and just, you know, he just become he's coming out of his shell, he's really showing up and he's having a playoff game of like for Atlanta. So that, right. you know, I'm happy for them. Yeah, that's awesome. Trey Young is AI on steroids. You know, like okay, Trey Young, yes. that's what it reminds me of. Like his personality, <laughs> the way he is on the, like he's a showman on the road, you know. Uh, plus, like why I said steroids because of the, obviously the three-point range he has, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. So, ridiculous. Yeah. So I love p- watching him. 
I'm I I'm I was I said awesome because I'm glad we are on the same page on a young player because it's it's hard that we are <laughs> we are but and like it's just it's just great to see like how talented the league is like yes. so 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 talented like these these I was gonna say kids because they're kids. they're so much younger than me and like oh, these kids so are weird. insane <laughs> yeah uh, even you gotta think about even Carlos like the dude is flying. I didn't know yeah. man could fly that high. He is flying. Dunk over yeah. Embiid. Embiid was in his feelings. We all know he he's a little sensitive. Yeah. I feel yeah. you because I'm <laughs> like that too. But yeah. like these players are actually cut out their shell. They're having a good time and they play in the playoff because they've never been in this situation. Especially right. uh last year they really felt that they could have had a chance. I kinda doubt it, but they had a chance. They could have been in the bubble if they had had a traditional regular season. But you know, they're here now and they're making the best of it. Right. And and I want to make a crazy prediction, but I feel like they could win. I feel like they could beat the 76ers because the 76ers are not that quite healthy and they don't have green. And uh, only Curry, Seth Curry and Embiid is the only two people who have showed up in mm-hmm. these past two games. So I think I favor Atlanta coming out. I know that sounds crazy, but yeah. I actually agree with you. I was going to say the same thing. I think Hawks oh, okay. will win game seven. Oh, nice. That just, I I Hawks will win Game Seven. That's for sure. The thing, the only part of me is that they just don't have that kind of experience. But like people like Trey Young, like players like Trey Young, and you know, like they, it doesn't seem like he gets bothered by that big moment. You know, the way like mm-hmm. Paul George, you know, ha- gets some nerves on him. So I, that's why I, I agree with you. Hawks and Hawks take Game Seven. I think Hawks versus. Whoever comes out of the box next game will be the final. Okay, that's yeah, that's true. I can't believe we agreed on something so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I yeah. another thing is we gotta get props to Capella. Capella's doing a good job as yes. a center containing NB because yeah. NB be bullying people, and it's like it's very equally matched up there. So yeah. I'm giving you a shout out. I love the centers. Yeah, Capella is really good. Capella mm-hmm. is like one of those centers who are like what you need from your five in this in this league in 2021 yeah like, not doing too much trying to be yeah. a point guard most of these yeah. centers want to shoot i get yep. it you want playing time but mm-hmm. stick what makes you get into the league yeah yeah let's let's see exciting time hard time to be a jazz fan after you saw stockton come out as a QAnon conspiracist and then just <laughs> losing so i feel bad for that but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> and then you know the crazy I, thing? I didn't know that so that's how yeah <laughs> <laughs> explains why he never won that's explains yeah, exactly. they don't win yeah and another crazy thing is that Shaq was right about Gobert so <laughs> as Gobert, much as I hate it, to man. see that yeah that's true yeah that's true Shaq was saying like you have holes in your game you yeah you only make six points yeah. They have, like, ridiculous rebounds, but you don't really contribute to your team. Right. And I thought it was a little bit of hating, but, you know, Shaq is right. You robbed a team yeah. of millions of dollars. Like, mm-hmm. I get if you cannot, you're like, obviously Gobert cannot defend a three-point line. I get it. But, dude, dominate in the paint on the offensive end. Like, you are the biggest guy on the floor. You are, you know, like, you're the, the Clippers' biggest guy is six feet eight. He's like LeBron size. Mark, Marcus right. Morris Sr., like, how are you not dominating a guy six feet eight when you're seven feet one? And sometimes I feel like he needs to get 
he need to like do one of those cheap shots to let them know like when you come in this paint, I'm yeah. coming at you hard. Exactly. But, like how Shaq said, I'm gonna let you know you're not supposed to be in my house. Right. And you're in my house. So I'm gonna hurt yeah. you. And get ready to be a little bit a little tough yeah. on that. I, tough, I think like but. that's that's interesting because I was thinking the same thing and I and I, I feel that I, I get it. I it's like because like I I feel that like American men are like naturally more tough, I would say, than I, I, I would get a lot of hate about this, but trust me, i you know, as a uh-huh. non American, I do feel that little like you would see Giannis not being that you know, like he's also like a nice guy. You know, like mm-hmm. Giannis is a nice guy as well. And like Gobert is a nice guy too. You know, like they that that like toughness is hard i think and i and like because i am i'm from like you know i am non-american and i i feel that way too when i play i think it's like the sports outside the u.s are not played in a like a toughness way you know like it's not the tough like it's played more on like technicalities which Mm -hmm. is a really interesting thing about american sports as an outsider that i've felt in all the games like hockey football baseball and basketball it's there's like a toughness yeah. to it that comes in you gotta playing. be mean you gotta be mean right. that's why people hate playing with me i'm i'm mean yeah. i'm gonna hurt your feelings <laughs> but after right. I'll, I'll help you up but it's like it's part of the game you right. gotta be mean you gotta let the people know that you're not a punk you're here to win yeah. you're here to play right. hard so show your aggressive side when it's when it's needed yeah yeah but i i yeah I agree. Get a technical that's problem that's like a, a it's like a mental thing that you know i yeah. understand from their perspective because like we are not like grown up that way. Like you're not supposed to like fight with people on the court or you know, like that's what it is. But so I just sometimes you just realize it's part of the game. No one's like right. I'm not here to murder you, but you right. know, it's part of the game to get in your head to let you know that you're not gonna yeah. score on me ever again. Right. You got Definitely. that first free one, you ever get a first free pass, but that second one, trust and believe, you're gonna see me. Yeah. That's all that's all Shaq what Gobert to know that be right. tough. All right, stop <laughs> drinking your tea and crackers. Get out and just be puffed. Just be mean. Be mean. Right. Means wins. You see KD, uh, KG, Kevin Garnett. Garnett, yeah. The most mean, tough, trash talker player right. I ever met. Not met, but ever watched playing. Right. No one plays with him when he gets into the paint. You're you're nice to him because he lets yeah. you know, when you come in here, I'm going to hurt you. Right. Yeah. Mm. I, think, I think it. you have, like, if... You don't do it, you're gonna get punked, basically. So yeah. if you have to, you have to do it. So that's the only way. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we end the show, uh, since the playoffs are going on and the Clippers are riding high, and Nets are also in Game Seven, I wanted to see if you what what do you think? Who who would you take in in a clutch situation? KD, Kevin Durant, or Kawhi Leonard? I'm going to say KD. All right. Okay. KD. He has more experience in the playoffs, especially close games. We're not going to count that 3-1 lead with the with the Thunders. That was Westbrook. That was him and Westbrook. We're going to erase that from okay. everyone's memories. All right. But when you look for, past that, KD, when he has the ball in his hand in the dying moment, hmm. you guys are going home screaming, happy, because – he has he's a strong shooter. I think he shoots what forty five percent from the three point line. He's a good free throw shooter. He know he has a good post move. He has an unblockable shot. I would definitely go with right. KD. His length, his height. He look. He has speed. No, he's very strawny. He has that right. speed to get to that spots he need and to shoot. 
So I'll definitely go with KD. All right. I would go with Kawhi Leonard. And I feel that it's 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 so surprising to me that you would say KD over Kawhi Leonard because I know you are one of those people who appreciate playing basketball on both ends of the floor and not just an offensive player. And Kawhi Leonard is way more, way more of a defensive player than Kevin Durant. And Leonard can stop, make a stop. Leonard can defend everyone on the floor. Leonard has guarded Giannis and like threw him out of the game in the the the, the time when Raptors won in the series mm-hmm. when they won like four in a row. Leonard can guard everyone on the floor. Leonard can guard off the ball. Leonard can guard on the ball player. Leonard can make plays. Leonard can kill you from the mid-range. Leonard is as clutch as it comes. If he's healthy, because, you know, he has this, like, knee issue that keeps going on. So, like, I think we, we're talking when, when everyone's healthy. But Oh, when he don't call off? You're talking about when he yeah, don't call off? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> when he doesn't take PTOs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but That's fair. I think Kawhi Leonard has more... So, I... KD needs to show me if he can win without Harden and Kyrie or, like, Steph, Clay, Draymond. You know, like, show me something other than, like, two Hall of Famers besides you. You know, like, you have, like, two Hall of Famers with you always when you're trying to win. Okay, I agree with the Hall of Famer. But I'm telling yeah. you, going to say words with whose team, Steph's team, who did they give the ball when it's most important? KD. I'll wait. And what happened? <laughs> no, KD. And what happened? Yeah, they won. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. They won. Okay. I'm, I'm fine. Okay. I, I mean, come on. Okay. You know it and I know it. KD, you need to you need to win besides the Steph Warriors and the, the, the Harden Kyrie Nets thing. You, you agree saying, with that, right? You have, you just said it. You have two Hall of Famers on your team. Right. On the dying moment, you need to score. Who they gave the ball to? They gave it I'm to KD. Waiting. That's because. And that's what because happened? And what happened? They won the championship. How many championships? Two. <laughs> oh, okay. Rest my case. Rest right. My case. No, I. I okay. I give you that one. But right. see, there's the thing. It's it, you have to like consider the other stuff too. Like Steph would take the defenders out of the 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 zone to to make it clear for. Like they had Steph and Clay, like best shooters all time. Like come on, I Steph mean, gets doubled did, every play. You can't really. You can't literally? really KD. Come on, oh, now. Come Kawhi Leonard left on. to a team that have a good defensive time so he can be open. It's the same thing. What you mean? <laughs> you got to give it to KD. Don't get me wrong. You made some good points about Kawhi Leonard on the offensive side. The office, I mean, defensive side. Defensive side could be cl- clutch, too, with the blocks and stealing. Right. So I'll give you that. But when we talk about shooting and it's 0.4 <laughs> seconds left, who are you giving the ball to? Yeah, KD. The Slender Man. KD. But exactly. I'm, I'm taking Kawhi Leonard. I like my players who can defend and attack and not just live, you know, right. on one side. I but mean, like, you, you made my point for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should have stopped right there. <laughs> All, right. All right. Fun show. Fun show. It was yes. great catching up after a while, Jane. We should do this again. Yes. Uh, we will try to keep this up as the playoffs are going and catch you guys in yes. the next one. All right. Bye for now.